Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to Home Energy Design, a podcast that teaches you how to design a beautiful home and life and make sure it's energy aligned. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and I'm a professional interior designer, realtor, and advanced feng shui practitioner. And these combined skills have made me an energy design expert, helping you find, create, and design the home and life you've always dreamed of. Are you ready? Hell yeah, let's do this. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and today I'm talking with Noah Hammond of Feel Good Hemp. I wanted to have Noah on the show because I personally have had a great success with hemp, especially with this supposed Crohn's disease, whatever it is that I have. I've had great, great success with hemp, but I wasn't really paying attention to what I was taking or what I was doing. It was just something that my holistic functional medicine doctor recommended to me. So I wanted to have Noah on the show to talk about not only my healing journey, but you know, what the heck is it with all this hemp stuff? It's everywhere. I mean, it like it's at the gas station, it's at the grocery store, you know, if you go here in downtown, like on the corner, there are literally people hawking CBD oil. It's crazy. But the thing is, is that it's really confusing. I went to a store in Asheville, North Carolina a couple of years ago, and we, Amy Ray and I went into a, a store, it was like a CBD hemp store, and oh my God, I was so overwhelmed. There were so many different names and milligrams and different levels and different kinds. And I was just, I was overwhelmed. I just ended up walking out. So that's why I wanted to have Noah on the show today. I want to know more about this space. What exactly is it? Where did it come from? Why should we care? And more importantly, if you do start taking it, like, what do you use it for? And how much should you take? Oh my gosh, I have so many questions. <laughs> so we're going to talk about this and so much more today. But I did want to say before we dive into today's amazing show, I did want to give you an update on my big course, which is now called Feng Shui for the Soul, formally Mastering Feng Shui. I'm slowly but surely getting the modules updated and uploaded into the new system and I wanted to let uh, everyone know, especially for existing students, uh, it's going to be a little bit longer. It's taken so much time because we're having to upload all the videos and all the content. We're having to redo everything because Amanda decided to change the name. <laughs> but I'm adding in some really great content and I'm adding in a lot of new things and new videos and things. So I think it's going to be really exciting. Um, and I'm going to have a new meditation in there for my Hawaiian shaman, which is going to be awesome. So there's a lot of good benefits to uh, the update and having to wait a little bit longer for it. But it's coming. And I'm really excited about the changes that we've made and, and are making because I think that it's just really evolving into this amazing course that's really current with the times and where we are with this 5D shift and, you know, consciousness and where we're headed. So it's just really exciting. So bear with me, we're getting everything up. I think we've got four modules loaded, so we're slowly getting there. But I'm excited to say that we are going to launch in about five to six weeks. So for existing students, just hold on a little bit longer. You're about to have access. And then for new students that are wanting to sign up, we should have this launching like end of March, beginning of May. So for those of you who've been reaching out, wanting to sign up and get involved. It's coming. Yay. So today, 
Noah and I are going to talk about his company, Feel Good Hemp, what it is, how to choose the best kind of hemp and CBD, and why does it all matter. And be sure to listen until the end. He has got a bang up deal for you to get 25% off at try uh, or at his uh, website, Feel Good Hemp, so that you can try it for yourself and really just check out the benefits. Oh my gosh, like I, I really shied away from it because I was so overwhelmed with it, but I've been taking it for about two months now and it is life changing. It's pretty rad stuff. All right, are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey, Noah, welcome to the show. Hey, Amanda, thanks for having me. I'm Glad excited. to be here. I, I think we're going to have a great show today. I think it, we're going to have some fun and we're going to get weird and the audience is going to love it. Um, one of the reasons that I wanted to have you on is I absolutely, one of the things that I talk about on the show quite a bit is this power that we have, this internal power that we have to heal our own bodies, that we do not need an allopathic system. And, um, you know, I, I loved that, you know, you had this business uh, or a business deal, as you called it, that falls through. And I'm imagining you having this experience of, oh, shit, I've lost everything. And you're focused on the money, which is a very 3D thing, right? Like we're, mm -hmm. that's how we're kind of conditioned is, oh, my God, I've lost all this money. And simultaneously, God turns the tables upside down on you. And simultaneously, you find out that your dad is sick. So what happens next? Like, to sh like really share with us this story and how it unfolds for you. Absolutely. Yeah. So like you said, uh, business was bad and I'm on my knees looking at a damn near empty bank account and wondering how I'm going to pay my rent. And then I get the phone call from my mother that my father's really sick. He's in the hospital. At the time I was living in LA, I was newly married and uh, my family was down in San Diego. I said, you got to get down here. So I get to the hospital and see my dad laying there and he's all gray and he looks terrible uh, and he's lost 60 pounds in a month. Oh, God. And he tells me it's cancer, right? And his voice was obviously, it was like a combination of apologetic and, and frightened, right? And it was really hard to see him that way because my dad's bigger than life. He's a six foot seven, loud New Yorker with a huge personality, super funny. And he's all laid up on this table, right? So then we're out in the hallway and my family's talking and the doctors, the diagnosis was, sir, you have stage four liver cancer. You have a tumor on your liver, the size of almost a football, and you have three months to live. It wasn't, here's how we're going to help you. We can beat this together. Nothing like that. It was, you have three months to live. So we're out in the hallway talking and everyone around me is sort of like, well, if it's dad's time to go, we got to let him know it's okay to go and, and don't make him wrong and let him be peaceful. And, and I'm thinking to myself, yeah, right. Because I had already trained with holistic healers of various modalities who had healed all kinds of quote unquote incurable things before. And so I went home and got to work. And I started looking at, okay, out of all the many types of ways there are to quote unquote cure cancer, or you can't say cure, right? That's not allowed, but to heal people from cancer, which one do we want to go with? And I really started to find myself attracted to hemp. And there's a thing called the Rick Simpson 
oil and the Rick Simpson protocol, which is a Canadian guy who uh, in modern times repopularized the healing powers of cannabis, especially THC and CBD for uh, healing cancers. And so you can actually in any, you know, cannabis dispensary, you can usually find what's called RSO oil or Rick Simpson oil. It's really just hemp oil, but that's how um, you know that this man was a huge responsibility for repopularizing this treatment protocol. So we said, okay, we're going to go with the Rick Simpson protocol. And we start to find a, a local oil maker in San Diego who can actually help us with getting the oils. And um, the other direction we decided to go was juicing. Uh, there's a really popular documentary, Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead, about the healing powers of juicing. And also my wife had healed her Epstein-Barr syndrome with juicing. So we knew juicing was powerful. And we talked to a naturopathic doctor friend of ours who said specifically beets and carrots would be really great for his liver. And we just knew that he had to rebuild his liver, essentially. And we wanted to give him the basic nutrients to do that. So we get to work finding the oils. You know, With hemp oil, you have to... CBD, you can start high dose because it's not psychoactive. You're not going to trip on it, but THC is obviously psychoactive. So, you know, we had to start him off on a low dose and then every week up it as he got a little gradually more used to it. And we just went to work. I literally was buying beets from the store by the case. I would have the grocer go in the back and come out with a whole box of, you know, 30 bunches of beets. Right. And, and my wife and I were, we, we downsized our apartment. We immediately broke our lease in LA, moved down to San Diego into a quaint, which is a nice way to say crummy little apartment. And really on the business side of things, I just kind of put it all aside. I was a spiritual life and business coach. I've been doing that for 13 plus years. And the, you know, the company that I had imploded with some bad decisions. I just, I just let that be, you know, I had enough money to put food in my mouth. And I just said, you know what? I'm not pushing in that direction. I'm just going to surrender there and I'm going to focus on healing my dad. And so we were chopping and juicing every day. I literally had to convince the man to drink the juice, right? He took a sip of it and said, ah, it's disgusting. He said, <laughs> you know, dad, if it's this, if it, you know, I don't care if it tastes like ass, if it's this or death, you drink the damn juice, man. And uh, I have a special way of getting through to him. So he drank the juice, right? And no surprise a few weeks into it he really loved the taste of it but you know your taste buds have to reorient right so uh six weeks into the into the hemp oil protocol three times a day and the juicing 40 ounces a day and a whole lot of prayer and a whole lot of spiritual support from our community six weeks in we get a new mri and a new uh blood work and his tumor is actually shrunk by 30 percent hell yeah Hell yeah. That's when we were, when we really knew we were onto something, right? So long story short, we kept going, kept going, stayed diligent and they gave him three months to live. We had him completely cancer-free in four. The entire tumor was gone. And this was four years ago. He's been completely cancer-free ever since every three months getting blood work and MRIs. Now it's every six months, cancer-free, cancer-free. Uh, he just uh, had his fourth, wasn't supposed to have that one birthday. And, and the cool thing is, is that, you know, I always thought that the origin story of feel good hemp, my hemp products and holistic coaching company, I always thought the origin story of it was like this miraculous healing that my dad went through. And it wasn't only until recently that I realized that the story is really a story of us both coming back from the bottom together, right? Because I had made this business implosion happen and was, was tough on my money luck. 
and not knowing what to do. And I finally just put my hands up and surrender and said, I'm going to focus on doing what I can with what's being asked of me, with what's right in front of me right here, right now, and work on helping my dad. And unknowingly, he helped me find my next direction in business and in my mission in the world. Uh, shortly after working with my dad, my wife, who's a sound healer and a, and a yoga teacher, we were doing a sound bath at a yoga studio. And we decided to offer CBD as like an upsell, like, hey, you know, for $10 extra, get a nice dose of CBD with your sound bath experience. And it was the best sound bath we ever did. More than half the people in the room tried it out. The room was just such a peaceful, calm vibe. And at the end of it, we said, hey, we got some extra doses left, you know, two for one. We'll sell them. We'll sell them. And we sold out of everything we had in a minute. And the next morning, my wife popped out of bed. She loves to sleep in. So that was unusual. And we were sitting on the porch and drinking a, a matcha latte. And she said, I think we should start a CBD company. I said, that's a great idea. And, and that's how Feel Good Hemp was born. So, you know, so now we're here giving people not only these CBD products, which help with so many things. And also on top of that, we're giving out this holistic coaching approach and all these other ways to support people because there really are a lot of different ways you can approach feeling good naturally. And, and you know, we're here to give people all the tools and techniques and, and opportunities to, to do that. Mm. I love it. Can we get a hallelujah and an amen? <laughs> hallelujah, amen. <laughs> uh, I love this story because uh, I can't remember if I just said, was talking about this or uh, if we talked about this before the show, but um, you know, I talk a lot about our power to heal and we have been so conditioned to believe in what we are told through the allopathic system. And in 2009, I was diagnosed with terminal um, cervical cancer. I was told to get my affairs in order and I was, you know, in my early thirties. Wow. And I remember it was so, the doctor was just so flippant, like, you know, mm -hmm. you got cervical cancer, get your affairs in order. And she just kind of patted me on the knee and walked out of the room. And it was just like, no information whatsoever. Like, what is this? And, and how did you determine this? And, and why is that the only prognosis? And I had more questions than answers and mm -hmm. fast forward to, and I wasn't even where I am today. And in, in my, my belief, like the fire that I have now, but, um, I had an inner knowing inside of me that I had the power to heal this. And so I looked to the Gerson diet, which is a anti-inflammatory, uh, anti-cancer nice. diet. And, um, I did a lot of healing on my home cause I'm a feng shui practitioner. I did a lot of prayer. I was doing a lot of ceremonies and I was, uh, completely changing my diet. And, it's funny that you said that your dad's cancer was the size of a football. Cause that, that was the size of my tumor that I had on my, um, which it ended up being an ovary, not my cervix. And, um, wow. they had x-rays and CT scans of this mass that was literally, it was a little bit larger than a football. And, um, they wow. wanted me to go into surgery right away. And I refused and they told me I was going to die. And I was like, Nope, I'm going to be great. I'm going to be just fine. And so I waited a year wow. and I prayed and I did ceremonies and I did spiritual work and I ate, um, really good, wholesome foods. And I go in to have this surgery a year later and they couldn't believe it. It was just a small tumor on my ovary and, um, everything was fine. Mm -hmm. Wow. Amazing. 
So how did you I'm, have that inner knowing? Do you think I'm so curious? Um, Was it just intuition? Yeah, I, I, I've had it all my life where I've had clear cognizant, like I just know shit and I don't know why. And mm. when I was really young, I would have it and I would never follow it because I didn't, you know, right. I, I wasn't a hundred percent sure what it was. And, and my, my belief system was, well, I'm just a young, dumb teenager. I don't know anything. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But there was something about this moment. It was this pivotal moment in my life where, uh, I just had this knowing deep inside that the allopathic system was wrong and there was something very meaningful about this particular moment in my life that I had to say, no, I'm going to do this my way. And that was very courageous for me because up to that point in my life, um, I was actually in a a pretty bad marriage where I was, you know, uh, I was with a narcissist who was very, um, verbally violent, like just abusive with uh, words and, and would be Mm -hmm. a bulldozer and it was his way or no way. And so it was just a really powerful moment before me, because after this happened, I had the courage to leave my marriage. So it just kind of opened up all these things, but that's one of the things that I wanted to ask you is, is, you know, wow, you know, your dad gets this, uh, prognosis of three months to live. And everybody's like, well, I guess, you know, this is what it is. And they're all believing the system. And you're like, hell no beets and carrot juice, man, we're going to do this up and we're going to throw in some (laughs) and he's going to survive. How did you trust this protocol? What inside of you made you fight the allopathic system and say, nope, we're going to do it this way? That's a great question. I I think it's the result of the same phenomena that you were quoting, which is a connection to your higher self or your inner self or your, your deeper wisdom or whatever you might want to call it. It's the thing that we've been trained all our life not to listen to, but it's literally the highest intelligence in the universe in all of creation. And we're one with it and we're connected to it. And Like any other muscle, go to the gym and you do bicep curls, you're going to get bigger biceps, practice listening to that inner knowing. And over time, you're going to hear it clearer and clearer, and you're going to feel it more and more congruent. And you're going to be more and more courageous and faithful and following what you're hearing, even if it's counter to what everyone around you is saying, or what makes logical sense or analytical sense. And since 2011, I've been meditating daily with a spiritual teacher from India and and the techniques of Kriya yoga. And also I've been making a, I made a conscious decision to follow my inner guidance unconditionally as best I could hear it, no matter what. And I feel like people, a big part when it comes to starting to that process of, of, you know, and I'm by no means this growing up, this spiritual person, right? I went to engineering school. I wanted to build robots I was very left brain and a very analytical, electrical, computer, mechanical engineer, right? And then going so deeply into physics and later into quantum physics and quantum mechanics sort of popped me out into my spiritual brain and into the right brain because truly that's the truth of the universe is, is, is you know, leading edge science is discovering what the yogis and the mystics have always known. And whatever you want to call it, the unified field. Uh, the oneness consciousness, the omnipresent love, whatever you want to call it, we all have a connection to that field. 
And we are all, we all are one with that field. All you have to do is look at the stories of, of these hundreds and thousands of people reporting their near-death experiences where they literally cross over to the other side and return to the oneness and experience the oneness. And literally their brain is, is brain dead. They're, there's no activity. There's no thoughts happening in their brain, but they're off in consciousness, having this vivid experience. And then they come back to life to tell us about it. And all of them have some version of, I was in this oneness. I was in this ever-present love. I was in this all-knowing place where I just knew things. And, I, and, and there was no fear. And there was only love. And there was only bliss. And there was only connection. And you know, this is the thing that we come here to forget so that we can remember it on a new and visceral level, right? Uh, but it's also something that I've been consciously cultivating within myself for 10 years and that I think anybody has the opportunity to consciously cultivate. Uh, but it really stems from that decision that I made that no matter the level of fear, the level of uncertainty, I was going to listen to that inner voice no matter what. And it had led me down a lot of, of also def- different pla- practical alleys that also assisted the decision, right? I had done training workshops with natural healers who knew ancient wisdom and had healed all kinds of crazy, quote, uncurable things, right? So I knew it was possible and I felt that calling. And the, the interesting thing about intuition is, is, is it doesn't discriminate. If I felt a different calling, if I felt the calling, then it's like, yeah, this is my dad's time and this is the way he's choosing to leave his body. Then I would have, I would have said, hey, you know, let's, let's make this time comfortable for him. But that wasn't what I felt. I didn't feel congruent with that. And maybe it's the consummate optimist in me as well. I'm always seeing the higher possibility in any given situation, but I think it really was a mechanism very similar to what you tapped into when you were given your prognosis. Mm, yeah. I, it, it's definitely, you know, I, I'm just like you. I have really, in, in as I have gotten older, and really tapped into my uh, wisdom, I'm really pulling from the depths of my soul. Okay, like this doesn't make sense to me, but this is what I'm feeling. And so everything that I'm doing is based on, but how does it feel? And if it doesn't feel right. Expansive or constrictive. Exactly. Does this open me or close me? Yeah. If I feel constricted or if really... For me personally, where it hits me is in the gut. If it doesn't feel good, it's in the gut. But if it, if it feels delicious and yummy and something I need to explore, my heart expands. So well, that makes total sense. We have multiple neural networks. We have a neural network in our brain. We have a neural network in our heart. We have a neural network in our gut. That's why people say things like, I just feeling. know in my heart that yeah. yada yada, or I have this gut feeling. And you know, this is our, 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 where our real wisdom is, right? Like the, the, when the tsunami comes and all the birds and all the squirrels and all the snakes are all going away from it and human beings are wandering out into the shallows going, what's going on here? That's because we're living from the head up. Yeah. And the, and really I would say we're living in the left brain, the analytical brain, the ego brain, right? Because the right brain is connected to cosmic consciousness, creativity. And, uh, and then we're disconnected from our hearts and we're disconnected from our guts. And, you know, something that was pinging me that was interesting when you were sharing your story of, of your cancer and, you know, same thing with my father, you know, flashback 10 years prior to my dad's cancer diagnosis and 2008 recession hits, 
He's running a multi-million dollar wedding and uh, event video and photo production company in New Jersey. And 80% of that industry gets wiped out in the recession, including him. And he takes it really hard and he goes into a deep depression, right? It's a family business. Everyone in the family had worked in that business at some point or another. And uh, he had to close the doors. He had to leave some clients' projects unfulfilled. It was a real heartbreak for him. He went to a deep depression. And the doctors actually said to us, at one point, they're like, we estimate that this cancerous tumor has been building for the last 10 years. Mm. And it had been exactly 10 years since that happened. And when you were sharing your story, all I could think was not listening to yourself, being in that marriage, not listening to yourself, not valuing yourself. That sounds like something that would impact a woman in the womb, right? Because 100%. the mother, you know, the mothering nature in you, if you were your own mother witnessing what you were doing, you would be saying, no, Brenda, you deserve better. Like you, or Amanda, sorry, you deserve better. You, you deserve more. Like you deserve, you deserve to feel safe and nurtured. And because you weren't giving that to yourself, maybe that, you know, for you was the, you know, because you said again, as, as you healed the cancer, immediately you started to make new decisions in your life. And so it was yeah. like your new life awakening. And same thing with my father, as he did these massive doses of THC, by the end of it, we were doing like, I think he was taking 35 milligrams of THC three times a day. And, you know, we had to build up to that. Uh, but that's a lot of THC, you know, for, if, for people who don't know, you could take a 10 milligram gummy bear and have quite a party, right? <laughs> so this man was up to over a hundred milligrams a day of THC. And, you know, sometimes all he could do is lay in bed put some headphones on, listen to music and be pretty damn stoned. But there was an emotional healing that happened because not only did he get rid of his cancer, not only did he get rid of his type two diabetes, uh, he was just a cooler, calmer, funner. Like the guy I remember was, was coming out a lot more on the other side, you know, even after the THC was done and, and he wasn't stoned anymore, he, he, he came back to life emotionally. And so there was a multi-layer healing that occurred for sure. And I think you know, that's what I strive to give with the company is the awareness that all healing is multidimensional because we are multidimensional. Yeah. And we have to have the breakdown to have the breakthrough. And, and I, I tell people mm -hmm. all the time that when we go through seemingly catastrophic events, we have to go through them. They are a true gift to us because if we can take a step back and, and really see it through spiritual eyes, we can understand that, you know, it, it stops us from going and continuing down a dumb path where we're getting nowhere. And it, it takes us down the path of our purpose. And it takes that big event kind of like a conk on the top of the head, like dummy, you're supposed to be going this way, not that way. Right. You know, those things don't matter. This is what matters. And, and sometimes you have to have that, you know, complete breakdown. And um, mm -hmm. I'm so thankful for that experience. And, and now moving forward, uh, I did a podcast uh, either last summer or summer before I was told I needed a root canal and I like bounced out of the chair and I'm like, nope, not going to do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just have this, like, I, I now walk around with this fire in my, my soul. I'm like, nope, that's not for me, but thanks anyways. <laughs> yeah. You know? Nice. So, 
I, uh, I, that's what I always tell people on this podcast is that, you know, number one, you have to believe in yourself. You have to know without a shadow of a dark doubt that you can absolutely do this, but you have to have the belief. And, um, like with my, uh, root canal, I was just like, nope, I don't, you know, I know that this tooth is healthy. I know that that's your training and that's not the prognosis. And that's not, I don't, I, that's not for me. And sure enough, I went to a, uh, another dentist and he said, nope, the tooth is fine. It's just cracked. We need to heal the crack. Everything was fine. And I was like, there you go. <laughs> nice. So nice. I love that. We've been so conditioned to believe in the allopathic system when in fact, um, the alchemy of herbs and natural medicine and uh, plant medicine has been around for thousands and thousands of years. And we have to believe in that. And we also have to believe in the fact that consciousness is rising. Consciousness on this planet is rising and it's not just affecting humankind, the animal kingdom, the plant kingdom, everything is going with us. And guess what's not going to go with us? The allopathic system. <laughs> right. Any system that's not of the vibrational uh, frequency of love, light and, and gratitude and magic and you know what the what life is really truly supposed to be a magical experience we're supposed to come you know where we come from in spirit right we we already are one with all things we already are one with the big love we come here to have a magical experience where we perceive ourselves as separate for once and get to have our own individualized experience and we're really i think the highest purpose of humans you know a human life not only is to advance our consciousness and and to spread love and to be of service it's to wonder and it's to mire at the miraculous creation that we ourselves created from a different perspective and to see it though as separate from it delusionally separate because we're not but that how else could we mire and, and wonder at it if we didn't think we were separate from it like we wouldn't have the opportunity to so i just think that life is not supposed to be such a struggle. And this is a lesson that I'm, I'm embodying and, and allowing into my experience deeper every single day. It's meant to be a magical journey. And, but the only way that it can be that is if we know who we really are, if we listen to who we really are, and if we live from who we really are. Otherwise, you can get trapped in the ego and, and literally trapped in hell right? Like that is what Satan is. Satan is the fallen angel, right? What's the fallen angel? Well, if we're angels, if we're from the realm of angelic oneness, how do we fall? We fall into our ego and perceive ourselves as separate. And the definition of misery to me is that absolute perception of separation, where you truly believe you are on an island as this being, and you have to use your limited brain to figure out how to make this life comfortable, which it never will be. Everything we care about will change. Everyone we know will eventually leave these bodies. Everything that you could hinge comfort on from an ego perspective is bound to dissolve, change, and disappear. And disappoint so, you. Exactly. And so there's only one place that you can root your consciousness where you can be eternally comfortable and happy, and that's in the true self. And, but, but once you get there, right, whatever path you take, whether that's walks in the woods and listening to nature at a deep, deep level, or whether that's some sort of you know, geek meditation or some sort of modality, whatever it is, however you get there, 
you know, that's what opens up the opportunity for the magic, for, for, for the adventure, you know, and yeah. every obstacle that shows up, I believe is divine timing and divine perfection and divine love showing its unending empathy, compassion, and support for us on this difficult journey of a human life returning to grace. Mm, yeah. And I think that to expand on that, I think that we have to experience the contrast to fully understand and appreciate not only the level of oneness and who we are, but to understand the level of love. You can't understand love without fully understanding hate. And, and from a spiritual place, when you're up, uh, up, down, around, you know, wherever we are in our spiritual essence, we can probably uh, telepathically talk to one another about the act of being angry or the act of violence mm -hmm. or war or hate or forgiveness. And it's simply a concept. And then we come here and we experience it through contrast. And then we understand this divine love and peace and contentment, but you're right. You do create it. it the choice is yours. If you're going to stay in this spiraling, you know, blender of hopelessness, or if you're going to step out of that and say, you know what, F it, this is going to be a great day because I'm going to intend it with love and light. And that's not, yeah, you know, no matter what's going on. And the only way to build that, to build those chops is to deal with it in some way, shape or form. So, you know, dealing with poverty, experiencing it, being completely, absolutely uh, destroyed by someone you you care about and trusted so that you could learn what real forgiveness is about mm -hmm. and experience it right all of these things i have experienced and and i'm not going to sit here on this microphone from the soapbox saying i've been this being of love and light the <laughs> whole time absolutely not i've had my ass kicked and i've been guilty of every sin there is right Guilt, fear, uh, greed, pride, jealousy, right? I truly don't believe that there are any sins. I think it's all divine perfection at play, but to be more in a typical, uh, you know, to speak to it from a typical fashion, right? These are the things we're not supposed to do. Lust, anger, jealousy, being coveting of other people's stuff or whatever. I don't, I don't know them all that well. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I think it's important to give people a realistic perspective of what does it take, it, you know, but again, going back to what I talked about earlier, the master decision that I made to live unconditionally from my intuitional space and to listen to the guidance as clearly as I could possibly receive it. And the best I knew how at the time I was doing the listening, trusting that even my inability to listen was being divinely guided and in all perfection. That's what builds the faith. That's what builds the trust. And even when you are, in a proverbial, you know, Holocaust concentration camp, looking at the situation of your life and thinking, holy shit, this is a nightmare. If you have that faith muscle built, if you have that trust muscle built, and if you have that willingness to persevere with the intention of expansion, it will all pan out that way. And so just for people who are listening, I, I think that message of like, no matter what you're going through and no matter how hard it is, like understand that there is a divine, loving, benevolent, incredibly intelligent, perfect reason for all of it. 
And if you can open to that, your consciousness can immediately lift, immediately lift towards uh, receiving more love, receiving more grace, receiving more solutions, receiving more space. And, and you'll start to move in that direction, uh, but not before you've integrated what is in your highest good to integrate from being down in the depths, being in the muck and the mire, right? Every hero must die, right? In the hero's journey, you, you, you have to have an internal death in this world to ever actually live. You have to be there at your breaking point, whatever that looks like for you to have a deeply meaningful rebirth and to live once again. And, you know, the story of my dad and I was sort of us both going through that at the same time, which I love because I love my dad. <laughs> uh, well, and, and you mentioned the Holocaust. It reminds me of Viktor Frankl. I mean, he, he's got this beautiful story of being beaten down and pushed into the mud. And, and he had this moment where he looked at the Germans and said, you know, you can take everything you want from me. You've taken my family, all of my belongings, everything. But the one thing that you cannot ever, ever take away from me is my love. Mm. Mm. I mean, that I right that. there embodies everything of purpose uh, of honoring your light and, and being able to expand, be, you know, beyond the 3D vision of forgetfulness you know it, it seems like such a cruel thing to not understand who we are and when we come here that we forget everything but it is there to remind you and bring you back to who you are that self that we were talking about yeah and the process of remembering if you never forgot it it wouldn't be so damn glorious as you remember it bit by bit exactly you wouldn't get the true experience of oh wow i have experienced my limited self that wasn't that much fun. And bit by bit, I'm experiencing my infinite self and it just gets more and more fun. Like this is who I really am. Oh yeah, I remember. And uh, another thing I'll say that what you shared reminded me of is, you know, they said in, in the Holocaust, a lot of people speaking about their experience there, they said, from the moment someone gave up hope, you knew for sure that they would be dead within 72 hours. Mm. You know, everyone in those camps, they were starving. They were all malnourished. They were all, you know, in horrid conditions, right? But if you had hope, you lived and you kept moving. And as soon as you lost hope, as soon as you gave up hope, as soon as you resigned, they would, they literally knew that person is going to leave their body. They're going to be gone in the next 72 hours. And sure enough, that was almost always the case. And I think that that is important to share because again, going back to the faith, going back to the trust understanding that there is a higher purpose and order for whatever suffering you might be encountering in your life. That's the hope that keeps you going, even when things get ridiculously hard. And the more beautiful and, and grand your soul is, the more you may expect to have difficulty assail you, right? Think about Nelson Mandela, right? Mm, yeah. 27 years on Robben Island, worst conditions possible, perseveres through it though comes out the other side in a vibrational match and being the being who they're like, hello, sir, would you like to be president and unify this country and instantaneously move into that position? Yeah. <laughs> How did he develop that? Well, through immense amount of hardship. And so that's another thing that maybe you could say to yourself if you're really dealing with it. It's like, man, there must be a great freaking plan in place for my future. <laughs> like I'm really up against it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm about to have a spiritual awakening. <laughs> I must be, I must be on the path of greatness because my life is a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had socks on today that said, welcome to the shit show. <laughs> there you go. One foot at a time. I've got a question for you. Uh, we, we went off out into the weeds, but I trust that. But I, one of the reasons that I wanted to have you on the show is that I was recently diagnosed with Crohn's disease and I'm not, mm. um, I will say I'm not a hundred percent, uh, attaching myself to that label. I'm still fighting that. But one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the show is that I have been working through a, a all natural uh, doctor. He's a holistic doctor here in Nashville and he started me on ozone therapy and I've been, it's a hemp ozone therapy. And, nice. uh, I started it, um, uh, about six weeks ago. And I mean, it was a game changer, absolute awesome. game changer. And, um, I don't know a lot about hemp. Um, there were other options. We get them from a, it's a suppository that he gets out of Arkansas. There's a lab there that makes them. And mm -hmm, there were other mm -hmm. options to get. And I just, I went with my inner knowing. My inner knowing told me to, to get hemp. And I was like, I don't know why the hell I'm Beautiful. doing this. This is the one I'm getting. But I remember. Well, I have lots of, uh, lots of clients and people who I know who have been diagnosed with Crohn's and have used hemp and CBD uh, to reduce or remove the symptoms for sure. Yeah. I, so, but I interrupted you. What, where, where were you going with the question? Well, my question is, is that several years ago, like four years ago, my girlfriend and I were in Asheville, North Carolina, and we went into a, a hemp CBD store and it like, it was just wall, uh, the wall, the ceiling all the way up, like there was just hemp and CBD oil everywhere. And like some of the bottles mm -hmm. were 60 and they had bottles that went up to 600, $700. And like, I was so overwhelmed. I'm like, I don't even know what the hell I'm looking at here. Like, I don't know what any of this right. is. So right. clearly there's a difference. And I don't know if it's purity level, what it is, mm -hmm. but I do know that there is definitely something to it because when I started taking it six weeks ago, I went from um, barely being able to function and I couldn't work. I couldn't do anything because I was in so much pain that within a week of doing wow. the hemp ozone, um, all pain, all issues, everything went away. And as soon as I was able to get through the pain, I was able to get back to um, my spiritual truth of this isn't Crohn's I'm going to fight this, but I couldn't get there because I was in so much pain. So hemp wow. ozone changed everything for me. So I, I would like you to explain to the audience a little bit about what it is and, and what is the differences? Like I've even seen it sold at the gas station, which I would never buy it from a gas right. station, but clearly right. there's a difference in. Oh levels. yeah. Well, yeah, I'll give you guys the breakdown, the quick, the quick and simple version of it. Uh, so the real miracle is not even the hemp oil or, or the cannabis plant, although it is a beautiful and super medicinal plant. The real miracle is what's called our endocannabinoid system. So it's a system of receptor sites inside the human body that uh, they only recently discovered scientifically in, in the early 1990s. And basically 
it's responsible for harmony. So there are endocannabinoid receptors in every part of our body, in every major organ, in our brain, our lungs, every major organ, in our bones, in our muscles, everywhere, right? And these receptor sites are meant to receive compounds called cannabinoids. Now, CBD is a cannabinoid. THC is a cannabinoid. The hemp plant actually has 114, or it might be up to 117. I'm not exactly sure. There's over a hundred known cannabinoids that come from the hemp plant, right? It's why you'll start to hear other things about like, oh, CBN and CBG and all these other compounds that they're isolating now with leading edge science. They're all cannabinoids. And cannabinoids don't just exist in the hemp plant. You can find them in the hops plant. You can find them in other parts of nature, but they're really concentrated and available in the hemp plant, right? So our body receives these cannabinoids, THC, CBD, whichever, and it's able to harmonize the function of our different body systems based on receiving these, these compounds. This is so natural to our bodies that literally mother's milk contains cannabinoids. The mother passes cannabinoids to the baby through mother's milk, right? And this also used to be a lot more natural in our diet and our lifestyle before prohibition, right? George Washington was a hemp farmer, right? Cows used to graze on hemp. You go have a steak and you're getting your cannabinoids, right? This is something that used to be much more natural. Something like in the 1920s before prohibition of hemp, something like 40% of all doctor prescriptions had cannabis in it somewhere, right? This was something that we knew healed us and that we knew was, was a valuable and essential thing in our world before it got outlawed for 80 plus years. So that's just one thing as to why, why is this helping? Because well, in your intestines, in your stomach, there are cannabinoid receptors. And I like to say that wherever the, the weakest link is when you're cannabinoid deficient, that's where you're going to see your symptoms, right? So if you've got a weak link in your brain, well, without enough cannabinoids, you might be on the verge of some sort of neurodegenerative disorder, right? Um, if you've got arthritis in a certain part of your area, right? Or a certain part of your body, then the cannabinoids tend to heal that. Right. So this is why you hear, you hear of CBD and helping so many different things, right? Because it's really like, it can help almost anything because it can, it's a whole body anti-inflammatory and, and whether it's uh, diabetes or weight management or arthritis and pain or um, thinking clearly or dealing with early onset things like Alzheimer's and dementia, like even this uh, cytokine storm that everyone's been hearing about because of COVID and yada, yada, all of those things are inflammatory responses. And when you create harmony in the body, you reduce inflammation and the effects of inflammation go away. So that's why you've seen the results that you're seeing and, and, and why you hear about people talking about CBD for so many different things. Now, because of the prohibition, the science is still catching up for us. To, I can't say all those things on my website right? Even though I have clients tell me all those things from their experiences, right? My 95-year-old grandma takes CBD three times a day. Oh, Without it. it, she has full body arthritis. With it, she has a quality of life. And, you know, she's an old Jewish woman from New York. Oh, Noah, I love the CBD. Thank <laughs> you so much. I can't live without it right? Like she, she calls me literally every other week to tell me that, right? Because oh, of course I, I just it. ship it to her, right? So there's that. And then how do we shop for a quality hemp CBD product? Well, when I made my company feel good hemp and I was looking at all the other companies, they all say what? They all say best quality, 
we have the best quality, the best CBD out there, right? And everyone says that. And what I really discovered as I, as an entrepreneur dove deep into this product and, and trying to teach people about it, what I discovered is there's really only a handful of things that make a quality CBD product. And if you have these handful of things, then you're, you're in a good position to have a quality product, right? So you want organic hemp, right? You want it, in my opinion, to be full spectrum. The difference between full spectrum and isolate is sort of like the difference between eating an orange to get your vitamin C or taking vitamin C in a capsule right? It, the isolate of CBD is isolated cannabinoid out of the plant. When you get a full spectrum uh, CBD product, it has a little bit of the other cannabinoids in the plant. And there's something they call the entourage effect. So you get a better effect by taking it in a more natural form with a little bit of all the other natural components around it present and not just an isolated CBD, right? So I say go full spectrum for sure. Um, of course, what you get should be lab tested. So you should always be able to see what they call a COA or a certificate of analysis. This is where you'll, you'll be able to see proof that it is what they say it is, that uh, there's not heavy metals or pesticides or fungal uh, presence in the product, right? All these things are shown in the lab reports and any product that's worth the salt will have a COA or certificate of analysis available for you to look at. Right. And um, this is important because in a recent study done by the FDA, I think they found that 82 or 85% of CBD products were mislabeled and you weren't getting what you thought you were getting. Right. So it is important to look for a company that will share their lab results. Uh, you want something that's full spectrum. You want something that's organic and obviously pesticide and heavy metal free. And you want something that is in a high quality absorption medium, right? So the oil should be extracted into MCT oil or coconut oil or olive oil or something like that, right? Um, something that's going to help it absorb into the body well. And then lastly, you want to make sure that it is not extracted in a way, you know, like you don't want to butane extracted or any chemical extractions, right? It should be CO2 extracted or cold extracted, um, and those are, those are really the things, right? So if, if you have a CBD product that is lab tested, so you know it's, it, the dosage it claims it is, is the dosage that it actually is, comes from organic hemp and uh, is hemp grown in the USA. That's um, also important, right? Because some of these hemp products, like the one you're seeing at the gas station, it could be cheap hemp imports that are coming out of China. And then there's all these, you know, lacks of regula regulation and things that you need to worry about. Right. So you want it to be lab tested, American grown hemp that's full spectrum and uh, that's in a good quality absorption material. And the thing I'd throw on top of that is, is skip all the gimmicks. OK, don't get your CBD from a soda. You don't need the extra sugar or carbonation. Don't get your CBD from a gummy bear. OK, you don't need the extra sugar and chemicals. We only carry three products on our website. We have a tincture that goes under your tongue. We have a soft gel capsule you can swallow. And we have a topical balm that you can rub on an affected area. And we focus on just pure quality doses of CBD. The other thing I'll say is for the average person, an actual effective dose is probably somewhere starting at around 30 milligrams. And the reason that's important is because there's all these products out there that have eight milligrams of CBD in them. You know, CBD sleep tincture, it's got eight milligrams of CBD in it and it's got, uh, you know, lavender. Right. And, and people see it and they're like, oh, this one's cheaper. I'll get that one. And then they don't get an effect because they don't know what a medicinal dose is. They don't know what they should be looking for. And then they just go, oh, I tried CBD. It didn't work. Yeah. Right. So I would say for the average person, unless you self identify as ultra sensitive, 
the average person should start at around 30 milligrams. That's what I personally take. Uh, you'll definitely feel it the first time you take it. Eventually you won't. And when I say feel it, you know, you might feel like, oh yeah, I'm relaxed. Or yeah, I just feel really calm, right? I take it every night before I go to bed and uh, it keeps me in, in a great place in my body, pain and inflammation free. Um, and I don't feel a need to go up in my dose, but everyone's unique. And so, you know, some people take 60 milligrams, some people take 90, right? Now there are regulations that are recent because of lots of um, powerful interests that I won't mention here, but I literally had to put on my um, most recent packaging, the words I'm picking it up. I'm reading it right now. It says, do not exceed 70 milligrams in a 24 hour period. Now I have to put that on my packaging, but I'll tell your listeners that that is absolute hogwash. My dad was probably taking 500 milligrams of CBD a day, right? <laughs> and, and if you have some major shit going on, by all means, feel free to pump it up. Don't take that advice from me. You didn't hear that from me, right? This is not medical advice and yada, yada, yada. But I just have to be real because there are interests out there that want to suppress the, the sharing of real information around this stuff. Um, so that's on my bottle, even though I wholeheartedly don't believe in that. If I had wicked, I mean, my grandma, who's 95 years old, takes more than that per day, right? And um, the only negative side effect that was ever in question out there around this stuff was liver problems or liver damage. And it's another thing that I'll say is absolute hogwash. What did my dad do for his extreme liver cancer? Well, <laughs> he took a ton of CBD and a ton of THC. <laughs> And it destroyed his liver cancer and gave him a new lease on life. So there's no known negative side effects. What I'd say for someone who's just starting out is take it in the late afternoon, early evening. And the reason I say that is because for 80% of my clients, uh, a CBD dose will make you a little bit tired, a little bit sleepy, a little bit relaxed. You know, you're not going to want to be like going out to party, uh, especially on your first time or your first couple of times taking it for about 20% of my audience they actually have the opposite effect. They get very energized. And the only explanation I can come up with for that is that you know their body inflammation gets reduced and the energy that was going towards fighting inflammation gets liberated. And they're like, ah. I feel so good. I feel so awake, right? So I say, take your first dose in the late afternoon because if it energizes you, at least you have some time before bed and you're not laying there wired, like wondering why you're not sleeping. Um, and if it makes you sleepy, tired, groggy, uh, like it does for most people on, on their first uh, couple doses, then, you know, you're ready to, to relax for the night. Um, so yeah, does that, does that help? Does that give you a place? And then yeah, that's fantastic. Yours? I mean, uh, you know, I, I think that there's, you know, one, it seems like hemp and CBD just like overnight came out of nowhere. And all of a sudden right. all the cool kids were doing it. And I was like, well, I mean, I'm all about plants. I like holistic shit. I want to get on this bandwagon. <laughs> and I went into this store and it was just so overwhelming. And, and there was so much information. And I was like, good God, if, if I'm overwhelmed and I'm of this, you know, uh, industry, right. I'm of this philosophy how are the average everyday person dealing with this? And, you know, I know that there's going to be some people out there thinking, oh, well, this gas station one's cheaper, so I'm going to buy that. Like, they're not going to think about it logically and, and you know, think like, hmm, maybe I shouldn't buy this. So, <laughs> right. And, and probably with the extreme differences in prices that you were seeing, you're probably just seeing extremely different doses, right? Like, so our, our tincture bottle is a thousand milligrams. It's 30 servings of, of 33 milligrams, basically. It's a month supply for your average user. 
And, uh, I'll, but, but for people who are having serious conditions who want to take way more than 30 milligrams a day or 33 milligrams a day, they make tincture bottles, same size bottle, but has a 3000 milligram concentration or even a 5,000 milligram concentration, right? So, um, that's probably what a lot of the price difference was, or there could have just been some people price gouging, which I see from tons of my competitors. I still have competitors taking things that I sell for, you know, our, our, our tincture bottle retails at $83 and we offer discounts and subscription savings. And a lot of people buy it for something more like 60 bucks. And, um, and I have plenty of competitors who are selling the same quality product, same dose product for 110, 120, right? They're just taking advantage of people really not knowing, knowing that there's other options out there. And, you know, by no means do you want to race to the bottom, right? You want to make sure that the qual the product you're getting is quality. Uh, and you also definitely, uh, you know, do not need to be paying $120 for a bottle these days. Maybe when it first started to become popular and it was actually hard to find, but, um, you know, go to our website and, and we got plenty in stock, right? So yeah. um, we, we try to make it, available to people who are on a budget. You know, we even offer like, um, uh, for people who have serious conditions and serious tough financials, we do like a, a compensation program where we get it to them on a, on a discount because at the end of the day, we just want to help people feel good and, and spread the good word, you know? Well, and, and that right there, I mean, you know, we've been talking about this elevation and how our consciousness is rising and, and, you know, this old world of greed and manipulation and all this nonsense, it's going away. So anybody who is not working out of integrity, the shit's about to hit the fan. I mean, they're going to uh, regret their decisions if they don't clean their act up. So the old um, systems are certainly crumbling. Yes. And I, I just think that, you know, um, I think more people need to one understand it, but I, I think that a lot of people who have chronic issues, um, I know I certainly wanted to get on the bandwagon. I, I didn't really have any reason to be on it, but a lot of people that I knew, especially people who I know that suffer from anxiety have had astounding results, um, mm -hmm. from using a, a daily small dose of, of CBD. I've got a lot of friends that, that take it for that and have had yeah, really great my wife results. Included. And, yeah, anxiety, um, depression, um, pain, you know, arthritis, pain, arthritis, and then even, you know, my one, my one buddy, his dad was having, you know, early onset dementia and, and Alzheimer's. And, you know, it's controversial to say that this is a cure or, or, but it's certainly a remedy. And, uh, he, so he sent his dad a bottle of our CBD oil, uh, and his dad takes it and he calls up his son, my buddy. And he says, Hey man, that really worked. You know, I hadn't told you this, but every night when I'm going to bed, I hear the sound of what sounds like a train going off the tracks playing in my brain. And I took the CBD oil and it went away the very first night. Oh, and it's cool. like, first off, why were you not telling anybody that that was going on? <laughs> right, you prideful man. Right. But second off, cool. Right. And, and again, that goes back to the endocannabinoid system where he was experiencing cannabinoid deficiency, where his weak link was, was in the brain. And there's a lot of receptor sites in the brain for cannabinoids. So that's why it helped him. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really amazing to see all the variety of things that people can, can get from it. And from a personal development perspective, from a spiritual perspective, the thing that I like to say about it is it's like calm body, calm mind, calm nervous system that's going to give you access to more awareness and more potential and the ability to, instead of react, to notice with awareness what's happening in your inner world. Why am I triggered? 
Why am I charged by that? What do I believe to be true that's causing this situation in my world, right? Like we can be in reaction mode or we can be in sort of introspection mode. And so for people with anxiety, depression, and or just people who are really interested in, in, in living at their fullest potential, I think that's another benefit that's not certainly not widely talked about with CBDs. It's like it calms you down, calms your nervous system down. So you can get a little separation from the emotional turmoil, the frantic thoughts, all the things that are creating noise and disturbance inside your being that are preventing you from seeing the light, seeing the love, seeing the growth, seeing the truth. Amen. I think too, uh, which I mentioned a little bit ago, I think that people need to really start understanding the power of plants again and, and this return to um, herbology and um it is absolutely 100% of integrity to be consuming plants and to, to turn to them for medicine because their vibration is rising. And, and by consuming that vibration, it's exactly what you're talking about. It's calming Big your time. parasympathetic nervous system down. It's getting rid of the noise and it's allowing you to return to you um, by getting rid of that noise. And had I not had this experience of my own, um, I have had many, many friends tell me about their miraculous um, experiences with CBD and, and using hemp. And I really didn't have a reason to use it until I got this label of Crohn's mm -hmm. disease. Mm -hmm. And I was like, nope, I'm not. There's there's wisdom in this. There's something going on that spiritually I need to learn from this. And, and there's a gift within this terrible packaging. I just got to figure out what it is. But right. I mean, I suffered awesome. for six weeks and, you know, I, I couldn't get any real results. And then I start taking hemp and like within a week, I, I was able to function again. All pain has gone away. All swelling and bloating has gone away. Like, I, I you know, it's amazing. And I, I'm like addicted to it. I, in fact, I have been stockpiling it because I'm afraid with all the pandemic shortages, I'm like, oh, hell no. Like Amanda's good. So we're going to keep <laughs> Amanda good. I love that. I'm so glad to hear that that's been working out for you like that. And, you know, the, the hilarious thing not to go down a, a negative path is that you can say that I can't say that on my website. Right. So there's, there's an interest that wants to stop us from understanding how to feel good and heal naturally using awareness, consciousness, our own healing, innate powers. And then the, the powers that have been given to us by creation, right? Herbs and food and letting those things be our, our medicine, you know, and I'm not completely throwing out Western medicine, right? If you get into oh, a I car am. accident, there's nothing better to put you back together, right? If the car falls apart, needs a new radiator, yeah. <laughs> but, but in truth, anything can be healed by uh, the light within us, I right? Agree. And they call it faith healing, whatever you want to call it, but that's truly what all healing is. It's putting the awareness of love to the places that hurt, like that's healing. Yeah. And that's it, awesome. I mean, though. I'm super happy to hear about that for you. It's been a complete game changer for me. And, and like I said, it has allowed me to get out of the, the pain and the suffering aspect and, and rise to a place to where now I can focus on, you know, being the badass of, you know, I don't accept this label and I am going to fight this and I am going to heal this. And I am, I'm, I'm doing, I, I still haven't gotten past all of the inflammation yet, but 
um, I met with my doctor, uh, last week and he's like, I, you know, he's like, this is amazing. Like your results mm. are incredible. He, he did some blood tests and some other things. And he's like, whatever you're doing, keep doing it because it's working. And, Fantastic. you know, I, I, I'm just doing the hemp before I go to bed and it's spiritual work. I'm praying and I'm meditating and I'm doing ceremonies and, um, I'm visualizing, I'm like Joe dispensing. <laughs> and, you know, bringing up Joe Dispenza, another tool that I'll direct you towards is, uh, tapping EFT work. I'm sure you've yep. heard of it before mm-hmm. when, uh, you know, Joe Dispenza says something like, Hey, there's two most powerful techniques for removing trauma from the body, tapping EFT and EMDR work. And, uh, in our feel good library, uh, at you know feelgoodlibrary.com where we give out all these personal development courses and techniques and, and advice and meditations and sound healings and all this stuff to help you feel good naturally. Uh, I have a whole course called Tapping Hacks. And I created that because I found this whole knowledge about like, oh, you have to actually deprogram the nervous system for your personal growth and to create new results in your life. Um, I found it very late in my personal development journey, you know, 10 years in. And I grew up, you know, a boy in a modern society. So there's the fight right there, but also like playing contact sports, football and, and rugby in college and martial arts and all these things. I had all this fight energy in my being. And then I couldn't figure out how to make my business, not a fight or how to make my relationships, not a fight or how to make life, not feel like a fight. Um, and getting super into tapping and deprogramming my nervous system, uh, really helped that. And I also found a whole bunch of ways to use tapping that I've never seen taught anywhere else before. So I created a course called Tapping Hacks and I put it in that feel good library for free. And I just feel like if there was one tool that your audience or you could use and throw into your regime, that really is just like, hey, this is free. It's available to you, right? We tap on these little meridians in our body and we reset things and we deprogram things. And you know, there's a famous book on this called The Body Keeps Score. Yeah. And it's oh my about, gosh, I'm rereading that right now. <laughs> oh, I love that. And you know, that was the first book that turned me on to the idea that, you know, our body has a memory. Our our gut has a memory. Every cell in our body has creative intelligence and a memory. It's such and a good book. I found that tapping is a great way to actually work with that and to take what doesn't serve you out of the body. And, you know, a belief, right? People do, I'm sure you're familiar with this. You get in the mirror and you have a new affirmation. You want to say, you say, I am healthy. And you, you know, you look at yourself in the mirror and you rah, rah. And it feels like I am lying right? because I'm not healthy. Okay. I have this diagnosis or I have this problem, but I'm trying to fake it till I make it. The reason that I found that tapping is so useful is because if something's going to be true, it has to be true not only in your body or not only in your mind, but in your body, right? When someone feels congruent with something they're saying in the whole of their being, that's when they come across congruent and that's when they actually experience congruency, right? So if you want to be healthy, an example, you look in the mirror, you say, I am healthy, and then you do tapping on the parts of you that don't believe that statement. And you take, you know, if you say I am healthy, how, how much do I believe that? Well, if it's a six out of 10, you can do tapping to take that up to a 10 out of 10, or you could say, I am healthy. How much of my being does not believe that? And it's like, oh, that's a four out of 10. I'm holding that, that little piece that doesn't feel congruent. That's a four out of 10. And then through tapping, you can take that down to a three out of 10, two out of 10, one, zero out of 10. And when it's a zero out of 10, it's completely out of your body. 
right? And then you say, I am healthy in the mirror and you feel it to the core of your being and every part of you is on board with that. And that's when you know that you're aligned with that reality. Um, and that's a huge way that I use tapping and, and a way that I haven't seen that many people teach it. And there's other tricks in there too. Um, it's not a super long course. It's maybe 40 minutes of total content, but there's some really cool stuff in there and, and maybe it'll be useful on the journey. You know, maybe there's some leftovers of, of the intensities you've been through that are, you know, in the gut, in the, in the, in the, that well, area. Have, I've got my whole team. I'll definitely check it out. I've got a whole team. I'm doing acupuncture. I'm doing energy nice. healing. I'm working with a holistic doctor. I'm doing prayer. I mean, and it I sounds like you're kicking ass. So I'm, I'm by no means <laughs> trying to say that you're not, you know, this I'm is kind just, of at the point where I don't stand in the mirror and say anything. I'm like, F that. I know. I am. <laughs> I am. I yeah, or 100%. just for people, really for people out there listening. It's like these are the ways that we approach uh, truly feeling good naturally, right? It's it's not this, you know, one one size fits all. Like that's why I don't go out there and say CBD is a magic bullet. Take it, and every all your problems will go away. Because at the end of the day, if you have a belief system that says, you know, I'm a wreck, and believes that in the subconscious mind, whether you help one thing with CBD or not something else is going to pop up. Something else is going to pop up because on a subconscious level, you are generating disharmony and dis-ease in your body, right? So there's a lot of layers to healing. That's where that seven levels of change thing comes in that I, I, I emailed over in my media kit. It's, you know, there's a lot of layers of the being to address, but if we have an awareness of it, like you're doing with acupuncture, right? Or acupuncture, that's your energetic meridian system, right? And the hemp that's giving your body the physical nutrients it needs to harmonize, right? There's all these different layers of our being. And if we address them all, that's how we can really just create that feel good lifestyle. Mm, I love it. Well, I, I'm excited that you were able to come on to the show today and to talk about this and share this with my audience. I hope that everybody, it, it, you know, whether they're suffering from something or not, I hope that they look more into it. I do hope that y'all check out the feel good library. It, it's amazing how many um, videos are available to you to educate you on this. You know, it, it's everything that I talk about on the show all the time, but you know, I, I love to uh, always think of somebody who is brand new to the show, who has no idea who I am, who has no idea what my philosophy is. I always want to, you know, pound this message in that we have the ability to heal ourselves and it's through, you know, it, in a lot of ways, people are seeing this as modern um, medicine, but it's ancient wisdom for modern times. That's all it is like absolutely stuff that we've been using for centuries. And, you know, there's nothing new. It's there's just nothing new. And it's just re tapping back into it. Really. And I think our bodies, the reason why it's working so well is because our bodies are responding to it from an evolutionary standpoint going, oh my God, this is what we need. Not the synthetic shit. <laughs> Definitely. Every chemical has a cost. Yes. So if people are interested in learning about feel good hemp or the feel good library, where do they go? How do they find you? feelgoodhemp.org is where you can get our products and feelgoodlibrary.com is where you can get all the, the free coaching platform. And we're really, you know, our focus is to build a community of like-minded souls who are just committed to feeling good, doing good and being that change they want to see in the world. So that's our mission. That's what we're up to. I also put out a ton of advice and, and videos and free content on YouTube and across the social spheres. So come and check us out. 
Yeah. And, and also, heard- I'm sure we've given a coupon code to you that you can post with the show. Uh, and, you know, I definitely want your audience to get a hold of that so that you can try out the products. And if you're curious, you know, or if you have any questions, just shoot us a message. Awesome. And, and you heard it here first. I, I'm convincing Noah and his wife and his daughter to move here to Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm open to it. I'm doing some exploring. So wherever that uh, that forever home, we want to raise our, our daughter in, in the country and give her a, a tree fort to play in and a rope swing by a river or a lake, that kind of lifestyle. And um, See, so you heard it here. Where, where you that. heard it here first, Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, it. Noah, for coming on today and, and sharing your wisdom. I appreciate you. Oh, thanks, Amanda, for having me. I actually wrote some notes down, so I appreciate you too. I, I got some divine downloads just from being in the conversation. So, awesome. truly, thank you. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today and learning more about Feel Good Hemp. As I said at the top of the show, uh, Noah is giving us a fantastic discount of 25% off. All you've got to do is go to his website, Feel Good Hemp, and type in after you've figured out what it is that you would like to order in the checkout. Just put in Energy 25. Thank you for listening today. If you'd like to learn about uh, my services, you can head on over to gatesinteriordesign.com. We've got online services. You can book online now, which is cool. And I've also got online classes. All of my classes are up except for the big course, which is coming soon. Um, But everything else is up. So be sure to check that out, gatesinteriordesign.com. All right, everyone, trust the vibe because the energy never lies.